Josh Stutrud is with us and Drew Courtney is with us, uh, both with the North Dakota Agriculture Mitigation. Uh, and quite frankly, I didn't know anything about this. I don't care which one goes first, point to one, but what is this? Uh, it's a newly formed nonprofit that uh, the Corn Growers, uh, North Dakota Soybean Growers, Durham Growers Association, Grain Growers, Farmers Union, and Farm Bureau uh, all came together and created a new nonprofit to start ag mitigation banking in the state of North Dakota. Uh, currently, like North, uh, North Dakota DOT uh, has to create a wetland if they destroy one, putting in a road. Uh, similar with uh, farmland, if you destroy a wetland by putting in drain tile or doing surface drainage, you have to mitigate that wetland to a new area or a new place. Uh, just currently, there isn't an exchange uh, readily available for egg producers, so we're trying to create one. Uh, and we received a, a large NRCS grant in 2021 to get the project started, I guess is a good way to start. Uh, Describe to people what you mean by exchange. Uh, basically, a landowner can create credits. Uh, let's just say landowner A has 20 credits available, and then landowner B destroyed two acres of wetlands. They need to go buy two acres from somebody else. Uh, so then we're going to be the bank host and then ex- uh, handle those exchanges. So if that one landowner has credits available for sale, somebody wants to buy them, they can come to us and will uh, kind of be the intermediary in the exchange. So if Joel Heitkamp, uh, you know, ends up tiling a field, taking away a little piece of wetland, he can go out to Oaks and say, hey, uh, would you mind putting in a little more wetland here? That's what we're talking about. That's exactly what we're talking about, okay. Joel. Just having the opportunity to, uh, this is a whole farmer-led organization too, so it's a board made up of farmers that we use common sense, and it's a nonprofit, so we're able to work with the farmers, and when we understand this process, so it's it's a great way. It's it's tough to usually find places where where you can create a wetland in a good spot where it should be and making your farmland more profitable um, for the farmer. And we're, we're working together, so you're creating a forever habitat and you're creating more with the land you already have. And working in conjunction together is, is a great program. See, to me, what the key thing you said there is where it should be. Uh, and I'm going to give you a little bit of my background. When I was uh, managing rural water district and we had to build – you know, we built 2,800 miles worth of pipe, and uh, some of that area we went to that we were told was a wetland, I just sat there and looking at it like, what? I mean, I, I was like, what are you talking about, a wetland? And so there was always that rub anyway, and then you look at where there actually was wetland, uh, and you'd say, okay, well, this is where it's at. This is where it should be. This is, for lack of a better way of putting it, this is in the flyway. I mean, you're from Oaks. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. And the nice part about this whole process, a lot of people get a little, no pun intended, maybe there is, but wet feet on on getting too involved in this. And the nice part about working through this organization is is the tricky paperwork and and dealing with the USDA and and things like that. We, We take care of. We'll cover the engineering costs and the legal fees to go through this process, whether you'd like to host the bank site, as in host, have it on your land and create that, create that habitat. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we'll get we'll get the buyers and sellers together, and uh, so and here's the red them. flag for me, okay? And you're gonna look at me and say, Joel, didn't you hear a word we said so far? But uh, say you're you're an out of state entity that owns a quarter land, and the reason you bought that land is because you want to hunt that land, right? Uh, are they eligible to come and get the credits that that may need to be? So I guess uh, they would maybe be the host of this. In that scenario, that type of person that wants a wildlife habitat would actually be the ones that would create the wetlands and then be able to have them for sale to a producer so the producer can purchase them from 
uh, individual like that. Okay. I guess is a better way to say so, it. So l- let me ask another one. Uh, you must get a little bit of this coming your way, which is I'll use the Richland County, uh, you know, uh, Dickey County kind of Sergeant County kind of an argument, right? I mean, you're out in Dickey County. So what if, what if uh, I'm taking away habitat land in uh, Richland County and saying, hey, would you mind taking these credits out in uh, uh, Dickey County, right? Yep. So that's where we get to work through our uh, good engineer called Stantec. And then we base it off of our seven watershed districts in the state of North Dakota. Okay. So, we'll, so we'll, But my point in, in asking that was, what if the people in Richland County, for lack of a better way of putting it, rise up and say, wait a second, you're taking away pheasant habitat here. We want pheasants around here, too. Have you got some of the pushback on that? Not so much, but I think the, the cool way to highlight this, too, is so with these wetlands we're talking about moving, they're the FSA wetlands that you receive on your maps, you know, the little red dots mm-hmm. that everybody can kind of understand. Those are the wetlands that, that we're working with. And, you know, you're in, you're out, you might farm them, you might not. Right. By doing this process, if you want to drain tile that, like I said on my first point, is you're creating that profitable land. But then once these are moved, you'll have an easement on your land. So that's a forever wetland, a forever habitat. So I think that's a win for the wildlife group, and yeah. it's a win for the producer and feeding the world. I'd also say that you're probably moving or mitigating uh, the smaller seasonal wetlands. You're not removing a, a large cattail slough uh just no. it's very cost prohibitive to do that uh even not going through our program so it's something that i think you're the habitat that you're concerned about uh eliminating is probably smaller uh in scale and that's maybe even areas of fields that are farmed annually just early in the spring they're wet and um, and that's what i wanted you to get a chance to answer because you just described south of rutland where i hunt a lot where one year it's there the next year it's not you know and they're Everybody's like, well, it got burnt off. Well, there wasn't anything there in the first place, you know, type of a thing. And so if you can put it somewhere else, that's good for everybody. That's really good for everybody. Uh, it, what What's it take to do this? How do you how do you get it accomplished? I mean, are you going out talking to every farmer, every rancher? How's it, how are you making this work? Well, we stopped here to talk to you, Joel. I think this is a good place to start. There but you go. We've, uh, we've put together little social media blips and things with these six organizations and trying to get the word out, and, and it seems like mouth-to-mouth is the best way to spread a lot of this stuff, too. But we also do have a, a website I'm sure you guys will post after this, after this interview that you can find a lot of our information on. Yeah, it, I'm sitting here it's, looking at, well, and you got a code here, too, that we can put. Yep. I'll send that to Abby, too. Yeah, so. the QR code's right there, and it's uh, ndagwetlandtrade.com. Um, That's is, a lot. It, it's it, it com. <laughs> so there. And and on that website, too, if, if you're maybe curious about it, click around, see what's going on, and, and if you think you have a host site that might be a good area, um, no cost, no anything, no obligation, there's a place where you can upload a PDF. Right there, it'll go straight to our engineer, Matt Redko of Stantec, and he can take a quick look at that potential bank site or host site there and, so and you, give you a good idea. You got some people together here, though. I mean, you did. When you've got the corn growers, the farm bureau, the farm union, you got the North Dakota grain growers, the North Dakota soybean growers, you got the U.S. Durham growers. I mean, th- th- that's people who are all many times the same farmer. I get it. I realize it. But sometimes these organizations compete a little bit, too, right? I mean, for to get all of them working in the same way, to rowing in the same boat, that's a good day, guys. I I think across the state, everybody just realized the the need for a program like this, and especially a farmer-led nonprofit. There's a few other programs that do something similar, but that's a for-profit thing. And this is, we're just here 
doing something for the farmers. With Making sure groups. people connect. Yes. Yeah. That's what Just this is about. Trying to give everybody the opportunity to facilitate if they're so desired to mitigate a wetland. That's our uh, biggest goal. And like you described, all these organizations across the state, uh, there's drain tile going in every, it seems like, in a lot of places throughout the state instead of just the Red River Valley, for example. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And when you guys are the young guys, I mean, when you're dead and buried, it's still going to be happening. I mean, it's it's the new way. I mean, there's no question about that. All right, before I let you go and you get back to your meetings, one more time, how do people get in touch with you? What do you want them to do? I guess the biggest, uh, easiest way is to uh, connect with us on our website, and if you're interested in buying credits or hosting a bank site, uh, we have a contact us uh, uh, page on our website, and then you can just reach out to us, and we can get in contact with you and uh, be able to do that. Yeah, the, another easy way, everybody across the state's involved with one of these groups, I would say, the Durham Soybean Grain Farmers Union Farm Bureau and, and Corn. If you reach out to any of those organizations, they're all they're all well invested into this, and, and they'll be able to shoot you in the right way. Um, whether it's with a phone num- number or, or contacting us. So uh, one more time, I'm going to put this out there, ndagwetlandtrade.com. That's ndagwetlandtrade.com. You just got a bunch of people's attention. And the reason is because it may not be next year, may not be the year after, but they're starting to plan out in, in affordability. You know, hey, th- this year this is my goal. This year that's my goal, you know, uh, in terms of being able to tile, in terms of being able to work some of that. Yeah, and, and we also didn't touch on, uh, you know, the financial incentives. Wait, uh, stick around then. It, you you don't got to go to the meeting. You can hang out with me yet, right? Oh, these guys look like they're skipping school. All right, this is a good day. Welcome back to the News and Views Radio Network. John Stutrud and Drew Courtney are still with me. They're with the North Dakota Agriculture Mitigation Program that got a grant to see if they could make this baby work, which uh, I think we did a pretty good job of describing, but uh there's questions that are coming guys and and in in the end uh you know drew make sure you're ready to tell everybody how to get in touch with you again but it says with all the increased acreage of uh, southern red river valley getting subsurfaced drain tiled what does this do to the uh flood situation fargo flood situation better or worse i'm going to take a run at that one it it makes it better because you can manage it uh it that's the key to all of it right I mean, it, it makes it better. Yeah, it's it slows down your runoff tremendously. It just creates that huge sponge in the soil. Uh, NDSU's got some great data out on that on uh, on CFM releases due to drain tile and things. It it's always a little more deceiving when you see a little water coming out of a pump, which is about a hundred times less than uh, than the actual overland flooding that would occur if that if you didn't have that large sponge as a soil. There's another part to that too. You can shut it off. You can manage it, you know, and so let's let's just keep that in mind. Uh, uh, instead of just mitigating, why don't they also help with appealing existing wetlands, guys? Uh, that's more of a legal issue with appealing uh, existing wetlands, so that's uh, not necessarily involved with mitigation, but that's essentially what we're trying to do is move those existing wetlands to other areas that are more suitable. Uh, like uh, if there, if you have a a piece of land that has a drainage ditch going through it uh, prior to 1985, if I'm thinking correctly, Swamp Busters, um, then that's the easiest thing for us to work with because we can plug the drain and create a wetland really easily. But if you have an existing slough, 
that doesn't qualify for our program purposes. Okay, uh, think of Trail County, think of Hillsboro, think of Mayville, you know, that type of thing. Uh, think of uh, Steel County, now you're, what, Pettibone, you're, you're that neck of the steel, you know, the, that kind of an area. Somebody said, how far away can counties trade wetlands? And they use those two counties in, as, as an example. Yeah, once again on that website, um, it'll show you what watershed district you're in. That'll give you a better idea on, on where things can be moved. And there's there's a couple other um, options available, too, that if you get in touch with our engineer that, that can work with that we can do throughout the state. Somebody said, what about cost? Uh, what does the land in the wetland bank cost? Yeah, so getting it started it would be kind of one of your incentives. Uh, you'd have the opportunity to have the buyers create an offer for the people selling or, or vice versa. Um, so we don't want to throw an exact dollar amount out there too, but out of the total, that's the only part of this whole process that, that our group won't, won't do. We'll do the engineering and, and uh, the legal fees and get everything set up and rocking and rolling. The only thing that the buyer and the seller has to do is come up with their own price. And, uh, it is approved that we could do like a little auction if they want to do things like that. So they'll come up with their own price. And the only thing off of that price is we'll take, uh, 20% off the top of that to manage and and uh, maintain that that deed. Yeah, okay. Because North Dakota Egg Mitigation essentially uh, holds the long-term uh, risks associated with the bank site. So if a uh, berm were to blow out or some kind of engineering component didn't function as proper or as it should, our long-term management fees that we have to hold under our umbrella agreement with NRCS, uh, we take the long-term management risk. So then that's part of taking that 20% fee um is yeah. just to make sure we can make it function for the longevity of the bank site yeah and also out of that that bank site uh, say the say it is a producer that creates that bank site and they're interested in moving a few of their own wetlands they can once everything gets all created they can take 25 percent of those cre- credits that we've created and and use for their own personal use i got this question from a buddy uh he said since uh, this group is a non-profit can sportsmen make financial donations to help with the administration of the project? No, our our whole group is based through this grant. Okay. Is where we get our funding from. That's where she starts. All right, one more time. How do people get in touch with you? Uh, the easiest way is, is uh, once again, on our website. It's ndagwetlandtrade.com. It's that simple. And another place would just be talking to any of our member organization uh, members or board members. Just Let's remind them, the North Dakota Corn Growers, the North Dakota Farm Bureau, Farmers Union, the North Dakota Grain Growers, uh, the North Dakota Soybean Growers Association, and the U.S. Durham Growers Association. Man, you got some power players there. And you can visit you guys in the Ludden Bar, and you'll tell us how it works. Absolutely. There you go. Just wanted to make sure I knew that as well.